Cool on Release, Episode 2, Packaging and Financing. The financing of an independent film is usually drawn from a number of sources. With a well-developed project that has attracted significant talent, a producer is in a good position to secure financing. Listen to this three-part fictional case study, then analyse the commercial and business relationships between the financiers and producer with regard to making the project a commercial and creative reality. Scene 1. Three months later, Hal Prentice has the first draft of Dave Curtis's screenplay for his new film Cool on Release. Hal must now arrange packaging and financing with Max Preston, executive producer with Malt Movie Inc. Once Max has the screenplay, they meet in Max's London office. Great script, Hal. Congratulations. It tackles some very challenging issues without losing sight of the action. It remains topical as hell while the situation out there goes on, and it doesn't look like it's going away. I'm sure it could do big business. Great to hear you say so, Max. I'm sure we can get this one off the ground together. Sure, Hal, but you know the score. I can't put you in touch with the money until we got the whole thing packaged. You gotta get your director and the female lead on board before we can progress with this. You don't need me to tell you that we need the big names up front. Of course, Max. I've already run the idea past Jim Kantner. They're calling him the new Kubrick since delivered entire. Right, brilliant guy. I know he'll do, Hal. He'll do fine. I think you should bring in a talent agent for your star. There's no way of getting a deal with someone worth having on a one-to-one basis. Agreed, Max. I've been considering it. I'm already in touch with a couple of agents. They'll put some names forward soon and we can start talking. Sure, Hal. But I suggest you go for a co-production deal. It's getting difficult to find all the money for a movie like this in one country. We need to go somewhere we can get a deal under the existing UK co-production treaty regulations. Yeah, I've thought of that, Max. We can work with someone in Canada, right? I'm sure I could interest Melvin Cohen. I met him in Toronto last year, and our interests and our approaches are very similar. We talked about maybe working together sometime. Go for it, Hal. The further we can spread the money, the better. Times is hard. I have to say, Max, that I want to stay in the lead on this one, though. It's my baby, this story. Well, good luck with Cohen, then. He'll probably be happy to do the whole thing at arm's length, and he could give some hands-on help if you needed him to. Right, Max. Give me a couple of weeks. I'll get back to you. By the way, can you help with a distribution deal? I've been doing business lately with Neville Fox. He's recently expanded his whole operation to take in new portfolio of global rights. I think this movie will impress him. I'll let you know when we next meet. Scene 2. Hal wants Stella Clare for his female lead. He is on the phone to Synth Eisner, Stella's agent. If Stella can do this, it'll be right for both of us. And she needs a complete role change. Okay, okay. Don't hammer me with the old typecasting stuff. I ran your outline past her and she liked it. She's actually itching to do an action heroine thing with some strong political message. But she won't touch it unless you've got the right director and a male lead she can work with. I told you, we've as good as signed with Jim Kantner. Delivered in tie, you know. And she can take her pick between Dave D'Angelo and Bruce Spears for her lead man. We have to use a Canadian under the co-production treaty. They were both very keen when I mentioned I was trying to bring in Stella. Sounds good to me. I'll have to get back to Stella before we can take this any further. But keep your fingers crossed. Thanks, Synth. Scene 3. Two weeks later, Howe has clinched agreements with director Jim Kantner and female lead Stella Clare. He and Max Preston meet again in Max's office. It's been a busy couple of weeks, Max. 
Cantor was keen to talk, but could only fit a meeting in on one day. He was in New York that day. <laughs> Inconvenient, but uh, we've got to deal with him. The contracts are being drawn up, and we should sign in the next week or so. Excellent, Hal. And Stella Clare is good news too. She's been on a roll since her wicked way. Precisely. Although that's why I had my doubts about her. This is a long way from that kind of wacky black comic territory. But everyone I spoke to said she'd be great for the part, and I gather there's no doubt the woman can really act. She's good, Hal. And she's big, that's all we need. You say it's already gone to contract. That's right. Uh, Synth Eisner seemed dead keen to get her working with Kantner. In the end, she just whipped out a standard agreement and we filled in the blanks. Estella's hours for the duration. Kantner thinks he can work well with her. The only thing that isn't in place is the money, Max. We need to come up with two advances of 200k to hold on to them and another 250k to start shooting. Okay, Al, I'm right behind cool on release, and I'll get to work straight away on moving the project ahead for financing. Neville Fox sounded interested in distribution, and he'll be even more interested now we've got a package. He'll give the whole project extra clout with the money men. Give me, say, three weeks. Fine, Max. I'll get to work on lining up an editor and a film crew. With luck, we can start shooting within two months. Good luck, Hal. I'll be in touch as soon as things are in place.